Welcome to the Business of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Karen White. If you're a creator or a community maker looking to expand your influence, increase revenue, profit, and productivity, you're in the right place. Join me every Tuesday to learn strategies to elevate your career as a professional influencer. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. Now let's get started. Hello, Moots. You're listening to the Business of Influence podcast. Today's show is about your influencer's scope of work, and we're going to take a look at setting out your content deliverables. So this is when you set out your content deliverables for when you're quoting a brand for campaign work and when you actually get to prepare your influencer scope of work. As you become more experienced in working with brands and reading campaign briefs, you'll understand that there's an art to setting out your content deliverables. It's easy to be caught out having to produce more content, content to a different standard, perhaps a longer duration, or content that might deviate significantly from your usual style if these aspects are not clearly negotiated and defined up front. Setting out your influencer content deliverables is a fundamental aspect of creating your campaign, quote, or scope of work, as we've said. So it's important that you can learn how to do this. Like many things, when you're just starting out, this might feel a little bit tricky, but with practice, you'll be able to do this with confidence. Learning how to do this is also a great step in building your negotiating skills because you might see gaps where you can upsell brands to offer more content opportunities and increase your income from the campaign. Or maybe you'll see an opportunity to offer some extra content as a value add at no charge. As always, there's going to be some resources for you to support your learning in our expanded show notes. Plus, I've got some freebies for you, which will all be listed at the end of the episode. Let's get started by looking at the different content types. We know that content creators work across many platforms. You might be a TikToker, a blogger, YouTuber, pinner, Instagrammer, or an influencer or UGC creator across multiple channels. When setting out your content deliverables, you first want to understand what platforms you have to offer a brand. For example, a brand may have found you on TikTok, but they might not know that you also send a weekly newsletter or perhaps even run a Facebook group or some other type of community. Think about ways you can incorporate content across various platforms where you have a presence when setting out your content deliverables. You can look for opportunities to upsell a brand on channels where you have strong audience engagement And consider offering value add or free content on platforms where your audience is smaller or perhaps less engaged. As we work through the different content types in today's show, I'm going to give you some suggested wordings to use when setting out your deliverables. 
As always, there are going to be variables to the wording you use for each scope of work, but what we discuss in today's episode will be a useful starting point for you to develop your own wording or adjust the wording to meet the specifics of any campaign brief that you receive. And it may be that the brand has already supplied a brief for you, which is a great starting point because you can use this brief as reference to ensure all elements of the description, the style, the engagement, disclosure, and any other requirements are clearly set out. And as a final point before we get started on the specific wording, be mindful that algorithms are always changing. As a creator, you're probably already staying up to date with algorithm trends, so you'll need to adjust your content descriptions to reflect platform changes, and what content might perform best for the campaign that you're working on. Okay, as we're working through these content deliverables, I want you to imagine you're typing this description into an email to a brand in response to a request for how much will it be for us to work with you for this, or you might be typing them into your quote document or your scope of works. So today we're just focusing on setting out content deliverables. We'll talk about other sections in greater detail about your scope of works and your quote in other episodes. The first example we're going to talk about is setting out content deliverables for Instagram in-feed posts. Nice and easy. I'm going to jump in here and say, don't worry about writing this down. You'll be able to copy and paste all the wording from the show notes from the podcast. So just relax, listen, and take it all in. So as I said, we're starting out with content deliverables for Instagram in-feed posts. You're going to write description and then what it is that you're going to be doing. So in this example, I'm going to say one carousel post of up to 10 high-res images featuring the product or service. You can be more descriptive here. You might say featuring the apple or whatever it is that you are doing the content for. It's important to include the style of content that you're producing. So write style and then use of appropriate lighting and styling, ensuring the product is clearly visible and consistent with the aesthetic displayed on the talent channel. Now, this type of description can also be used with other content types such as Instagram stories and reels and for TikTok. And the reason we include that, it sets a very clear expectation to the brand, the sort of content that you're producing. Generally, the brand will have a good idea of this anyway, because they've come to you because they've seen something they like about your content, but you still want to set it out quite clearly when you quote. Then, of course, you're going to include a caption. So write caption and inclusion of a caption of 50 to 150 words, incorporating brand-specific hashtags, a clear call to action, and tagging of the brand's account. When we set out the deliverables for the caption, we want to be clear that this is what you're going to include in the caption. You don't want a brand coming to you and asking for seven different calls to action and 30 hashtags, because we know that you're not going to get engagement from that type of content. Often brands will have some unusual expectations about this. If you're working with a brand that is experienced or coming through an agency, this is going to be less of an issue. They're not going to ask for something like that. 
But if you're working with a small business who is inexperienced with influencer marketing, they may have unrealistic expectations about what will be included in the caption. So again, we're just setting it out clearly and being very transparent about the work that you're going to be doing. Then you're going to want to talk about the engagement. So write engagement and respond to comments and queries on the post for a minimum of five days post-publication. Now, you might want to adjust this depending on what you've priced for, but you want to give the brand a good sense that you're going to post the content and have positive engagement in the days following the publication of the content. And then finally, you're wanting to make sure you make it clear that you're going to comply with any disclosure requirements. So you'll write disclosure and something like compliance with all disclosure requirements including the use of suitable hashtag, for example, hashtag ads, sponsored or paid partnership, and platform-specific disclosure tools, for example, the paid partnership tool on Instagram or TikTok. Your disclosure provision needs to be included for all types of content. I think we've all seen how quickly things can turn nasty, either from other creators or people generally, if you do not use the proper disclosure tools. And once again, inexperienced brands or some brands may not want to use that tool, but you want to make sure that you get that provision in there and get your disclosure right. Okay, that was pretty straightforward. And as we work through the other sorts of content, so we're going to look at Instagram stories, TikTok posts, YouTube and newsletters, I think, we'll, if we've got time for this episode, you'll see that a lot of these descriptions and narratives are replicated, which makes it easier for you to build your skills in building out your content deliverables when you're preparing a scope of work. Let's take a look at setting out content deliverables for Instagram stories. Again, we're going to start off with the description, and it might be something like one story set of a maximum of three frames. If you're new to working in the influencer space, you may incorrectly misunderstand that a story is just one frame. Generally, when you work with a brand on a campaign, when they request a story, it's usually multiple frames in that post. Three is a nice number. Some brands may want up to five you can determine how many frames you want in that content based on the fee that you're being paid for the work that you're completing. Now, on the next line, you want to write format and you would write something like a mix of photo and short video up to 15 seconds per frame with interactive elements like polls, swipe up links or question stickers. And then you'd write the style again. So we'd use the same description that I used in the previous example, that there will be appropriate lighting and styling and consistent with the aesthetic displayed on your channel. Uh, You may want to include something like a branding sentence, which would say that you would incorporate the brand logo or specific campaign tag subtly in each frame. You'll have a call to action on there. So the final frame might include a direct call to action such as swipe up to learn more or visit the app brand's profile for more information. 
you'll want to make a line for or an inclusion for engagement. So again, as we did for your Instagram carousel, you would write something like engagement and that you'll respond to comments and queries via DM for a minimum of five days post-publication. And then you'll include your disclosure description. We'll pop in a new line here with engagement as we have with the others to say that you'll respond to comments and queries on the post for a minimum of five days post-publication or whatever time frame you determine. And finally, your disclosure description in there as well. Moving through quickly now to setting out your content deliverables for TikTok content, very similar in the description you're going to have something like two TikTok videos with a maximum duration of 60 seconds each. The style, again, similar content to align with TikTok real trends, challenges and talent aesthetic. The CTA will be slightly different. You might want to include the incorporation of a verbal or text-based call to action in the video, like visit the link in my bio for more info as you're recording your video or tag at brand to show how you use the product, whatever that CTA is, it's going to be slightly different in that video content. Then you will again specify the engagement that you'll respond to comments and queries on the post for a minimum of five days post-publication and include your disclosure description. Moving along, we're going to look at content deliverables for YouTube. Your description there would be something like one video of five to 10 minutes duration. Now, currently we're in January 2024. The ideal engagement and algorithm favorability sits somewhere in that time space. I'm not talking about YouTube shorts, just general YouTube in feed content. So specify how long you're going to have that video, what the duration of that video will be. The format, so one high definition video of at least 1080 resolution with clear crisp audio quality and minimal background noise. And then you can have a new line with your inclusions, which might be things like editing, including transitions, text overlays and brand logos use of appropriate lighting and styling and consistent with the aesthetic displayed on your channel, mention of the brand within the first 30 seconds and a more detailed discussion or demonstration in the video's main body per the agreed brief, a maximum of two brand CTAs in the video, caption creation with SEO optimised keywords incorporating brand-specific hashtags, a clear call to action, tagging and URL linking to the brand's account and inclusion of any relevant hashtags to improve searchability. You'll want to include a thumbnail that includes reference to the brand and your statement about engagement and responding to comments and queries on the post for a minimum of five days post-publication. And wrap that one up with a bow with your disclosure statement. I'm going to include two other types of content deliverables in today's show. These might often be overlooked, but they can bring generous income to you as a creator. So if you're not already blogging or setting up your email, please do that. 
let's look at setting out your content deliverables for blog content. Your description might be creation of one unique blog post of between eight to 1200 words. And the inclusions for that would be hyperlinks, a minimum of one follow link to a brand nominated URL. This could be to a product page, a promotional landing page, or the brand's homepage. Usually the brand will nominate the URL that they want included in a blog post. You want to include some images, so say four to six high quality static images optimized for web with alt tags and SEO naming conventions. SEO and formatting, use of H2 headers to structure the content effectively, which makes it easier for readers to navigate. And it also makes it easier for search engines to understand the content. If you're familiar and if you are a blogger, you will probably already be familiar with Google's helpful content guidelines. If you're not, exclude the next point I'm going to make. But if you are familiar, you can include a line that says Google helpful content guidelines to ensure the post is informative user-focused and provides value to the reader. Your next line will be a brand mention and product placement. The brand will be mentioned naturally in the content, including in the introduction and conclusion with information on features, benefits, specific CTAs and personal experience or opinion in an authentic manner. Continuing with the blog inclusions, you want to reference post placement and state that it will be a standard blog post placement. You can use featured post or a pinned post as an upsell opportunity. Make reference to engagement. If you have comments enabled on your blog, you can include publish and respond to comments and queries on the post for a minimum of five days post publication. And wrapping this one up, include your disclosure description. Our final piece of content we're going to look at now is the setting out the content deliverables for newsletters. This is prepared on the assumption that the sponsored content is an inclusion in your regular newsletter rather than a newsletter dedicated specifically to the brand content. A brand-specific newsletter is a great upsell where you can incorporate brand messaging in the subject and preview lines as well as exclusive newsletter content. But today we're talking about giving the brand a section in your existing newsletter. So your description might be something like one newsletter inclusion and the format would be a maximum of 120 words with one image asset to be supplied by brand or talent You'll have a line for the CTA, which is inclusion of one CTA in the copy, such as a link to the brand nominated URL, and then include your disclosure description. Wow, we've covered off a lot of information today and your brain is probably thinking, boom, how am I going to put all of this together? Read through the notes and it will make sense as you start preparing your next scope of works. This is tried and tested methodology for setting out content deliverables and it makes the whole process really transparent with brands. If you do want to discuss this with me and maybe other creators, join us in the Facebook group. In Facebook, search Moots, 
M-O-O-T-S. Build your career as a professional influencer and I'll see you in there. Of course, you can find all of the episode resources, including two freebies, the Influencer Checklist for preparing a scope of work and 50 campaign upsells, the links to the Moots Facebook group, plus other recommended resources for preparing your influencer scope of works in the expanded show notes at thebusinessofinfluence.com forward slash EP25. I'll also include all of the wording we've used today for you to copy and paste into your own scope of work. Next week, I'll step you through how to define the publication and distribution of content, also known as usage rights in your influencer scope of work. Until then, have a great week and stay creative. 